We have a player from LSU shocking the sports world with their retirement from football. How does Jameis' injury affect the Saints at the start of the season, and how bad is it? And the Pelicans are coming to Birmingham, so you know where my priorities are. It's a Louisiana-based episode on this Friday edition of Jake's Take. Let's go. Let's go. Don't wait. This night's almost over. Honest. Let's make this night last what is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to Jake's Take. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Thorman, at Jake's Take Podcast, at Jake's Take 14. And as always, this show is sponsored by Variety Sports Network. You can find us on our pod page or on their Instagram, at Variety underscore sports underscore. And like I have said before, we are getting back to our roots. And this time we are highlighting, wait for it, the state of Louisiana. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, wait, but you're from Alabama. Well, you're right, but I did grow up two hours from New Orleans, and I'm surprised many people don't know that by now because I feel like that's kind of just part of my personality. But in this regard, I feel like it is appropriate that we have an episode dedicated to the state of Louisiana. So in this sense, obviously, we've talked about the New Orleans things before. We've talked about the Pelicans before. We don't really talk about LSU. big part of that is that I'm not a fan of LSU. I grew up in Alabama, I went to Alabama, and I don't like Joe Burrow. But I think in this case, it is time for us to highlight LSU and just kind of give them some focus there. So really, with football season coming up, we've had a lot of focus on college football, the SEC. But this was some big news that had just come out a few days ago with the shocking retirement of LSU quarterback Miles Brennan. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, who's Miles Brennan? Well, Miles Brennan was one of the many quarterbacks on the roster for LSU. But with this, you know, he had some choices to make, but I think ultimately he had decided that he was going to step away from football. Now, with Miles Brennan, he did have a pretty tumultuous career at LSU. I think in this regard, it was one of the things where, you know, he missed most of the seasons. He was starting with injuries, and it was just a really tough time. But I really think a big part of this is that with Miles Brennan, he just didn't get the right opportunity. So he really was, you know, a pretty good quarterback, but he also kind of just found himself in the wrong place at the wrong time. So in 2020, he took over for Joe Burrow, and that's pretty big shoes to fill, and then he got hurt. He had three starts. He threw 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, but he suffered a torn muscle, and then he broke his left arm in a fishing accident, and then more people and other players were coming in and out-competing him. So I think with that, really, he just might have lost his interest, his passion. And with this, you know, he was a pretty well-ranked quarterback. He was, you know, a number – he was a four-star quarterback. So there was hype for him there. But I think it was just where he was positioned. Now, did anyone really expect this? Being completely honest, I don't think so. I mean, you know, you hear about players who are going to be stepping away from football or players who are going to be focusing on something else or retiring – but no one really expects to hear from a quarterback, especially when they're in the SEC. I know that's meant to not meant to come off in a certain way. 
But think about it. You hear the sudden retirements from linebackers or from other players, and you don't really hear from quarterbacks, especially in the SEC, but it kind of does make sense. Now, really, what does this mean for LSU? In this sense, it was already confirmed that he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback. They have Nussmeyer and they have Jaden Daniels, the big-time transfer from Arizona State. Those are your two quarterbacks that are competing for the starting job right now. In this sense, it could be either one of those. But, you know, you are losing someone who had the most experience in that program. Now, he did enter his name into the transfer portal briefly before Brian Kelly came, but he took it out. But I think in this case, you know, he was doing what was best for him. Obviously, I know many people are going to say, well, you know, with football, his future is football going to work out. That's the other thing, too. When it comes to professional sports, not many people are going to make it. I hate to say that. I know I'm an optimistic person, but it is so hard to make it in professional sports because there's always going to be someone better than you. I think looking at this, Miles Brennan did the best thing that worked for him. And it is surprising, but, you know, we have to support him, whether you're a fan of LSU, whether you're a fan of college football. What does this mean for Brian Kelly, though? How does this affect him? Brian Kelly comes in. Brian Kelly comes in having to rebuild LSU, and now he has a completely new starting quarterback. Remember, Max Johnson transferred. The person who was starting your last few games last year, he's gone. You have two new players in this system. Now, Nussmeyer's been there for a little bit, but Jaden Daniels is new to the program he transferred in. How does this affect the team? Because right now, Brian Kelly is trying to get everything sorted out. You don't really have too much time in the SEC to get things sorted out, especially when you have coaches like Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin, Jimbo Fisher. So it's going to be something where Brian Kelly has to kind of learn things on the fly. But I think with this, we have to really see what could happen. Yes, you have Tayshaun Boutte coming back, but this is a LSU team that has a lot of question marks. And now seeing this, this is one big question mark of who's going to be quarterback and how are they going to handle this? So whether you're an LSU fan or whether you're from the state of Louisiana, your eyes are on the media, TV, internet, just seeing what happens. Because right now, while at first it doesn't seem like a super big deal, this is a pretty big deal to lose someone who could have been your quarterback. And I know it was said that he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback. Still, it's a depth issue. You have to think about how common it is for injuries to happen in college sports. What if something were to happen to LSU's quarterback? That is one less quarterback they have. And we saw it with Texas A&M last year, too. When Zach Calzada got hurt in the Alabama game, someone had said something about, yes, well, the backup to Zach Calzada is a walk-on. That might be where LSU has to head now without Miles Brennan. Now, moving on to one of my teams, the New Orleans Saints. I know we can't go an episode without talking about one of my teams. I will not apologize because it is who I am, and I feel like that should really be copyrighted by now. Now, in this case, this is focusing on Jameis Winston. Now, fortunately, he did dodge a major injury, but he's not playing in the preseason game. That's okay. Now, with this, here's exactly 
what happened. So with this, he was actually, he wasn't carted off the field or anything, which is great, but it was a leg injury. And it really wasn't, you know, anything major, but still it's something that kind of has to be looked at because this is James coming back from a torn ACL. Now he tweaked his foot and it's not meant to be anything too, too bad. But fortunately with this, you know, the Saints have Andy Dalton. And he's a pretty good backup. But really, I think with this, it's really just kind of something that you have to think things through. Now, tearing your ACL, it's hard. It has to take time to come back from that. But with this, he was back practicing on Wednesday, which is terrific. Now, how will this affect the Saints? Right now, it's the preseason. The NFL doesn't start until, you know, early September, so there's time. They're not going to try and rush him back. They're not going to try and force him to do anything because they have Andy Dalton. Now, I know what people will be saying. Well, what does it mean for Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton isn't going to be a bad quarterback, but he's still new. But he's been here before. Four. Now, I know Bengals fans are going to say, well, it's Andy Dalton, and because he led us to that losing season, okay, that was really just kind of anything. But I think with this, it's really a focus on a few different things. I think that right now they're just going to take their time. Dennis Allen knows what he's doing when it comes to Jameis. This isn't his first coaching gig. So I think right now it's not going to affect the Saints too, too much. But I could also see that the Saints take it more day by day and just give Andy Dalton some more practice reps. I don't think Jameis needs to be playing too much in the preseason. Who knows? Maybe he needs a little bit of a break. But right now, seeing him able to practice again definitely does help. Now, if Andy Dalton can't do it, then no offense, the Saints, we're doomed. Because I'm sorry, I just do not have the faith in Ian Book. He was not a good quarterback when, you know, Taysom Hill was struggling and when Taysom Hill got hurt and when Jameis was hurt. It's just not something there. I feel like with Andy Dalton right now, he is taking the time to get to know the players in the locker room, which is great. However, this is a team that will all want to gather around Jameis. And they love Jameis and Jameis loves them. So really, we just hope that Jameis is feeling better. I think he'll be fine. He wasn't carted off or anything when he's back to practice. But right now, Louisiana, fans of the Gulf Coast, people from the Gulf Coast, we've got to keep our eyes on something because right now we don't really have too, too many options after Andy Dalton when it comes to quarterback play for the New Orleans Saints. And now it's time for some Pelicans news. Oh my gosh, I am so excited because not only has the schedule for the NBA been released for the Pelicans, but the Pelicans are going to be in Birmingham to play a game against the Atlanta Hawks. That is right. I cannot wait. Uh, It's wonderful because not only is the New Orleans Pelicans my favorite team and some of my really good friends' favorite teams and my brother's favorite team. But in this case, too, they're coming in to Birmingham to play the Atlanta Hawks. 
And that's really big because you're getting more and more fans in the Birmingham area who are going to be committed to the New Orleans Falcons. Now, with Birmingham, they have the Birmingham Squadron, which is the New Orleans Falcons G League team. So you have players like John Petty, who plays for the Birmingham Squadron, who is on the summer league team for the Pels. Trey Murphy played there for a little bit. So did Jackson Hayes. And Jared Harper was there before he was called up. So you have that connection. But this is going to be great for not only the city of Birmingham, but for New Orleans Pelicans faithful. Now, obviously, before I had mentioned how that with the Pels, they do have a more growth when it comes to the city and in regards to basketball. Obviously, they're, you know, a team on the rise. And it's really exciting and really great to know. So I think with the New Orleans Pelicans, them hosting a playoff game is huge. Another thing that is huge is that the Smoothie King Center is sold out. Yeah, I was so surprised to hear that too, because you hear on national media how people are saying that New Orleans isn't a basketball city. That was a hot take that I had back in April when the playoffs were around. And it's crazy to think that that take is still very much alive and is being grown on. I think it's important to know that with this team, not only are they shedding that label of being a small market, but they're also shedding the label of being just a football city and being known for basketball as well. And I think that's what's so important, what's so amazing for this. Now, I had mentioned before that this is going to be great for the city of Birmingham, too. Obviously, in the city of Birmingham, and I know this is a Louisiana-based episode, but the city of Birmingham is going to help create more drive and fans for the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, that's where it's coming in together, because think about it. With the New Orleans Pelicans, they have fans in the city of New Orleans, and they have fans in the Gulf Coast. You're now getting that kind of lasso area around the city of Birmingham. Because right now, with Birmingham, you don't have many connections when it comes to basketball. You have the Atlanta Hawks, and most people don't really care for basketball for the Atlanta Hawks. You have the Grizzlies, and you know Memphis is fine with their fans. So getting that gravitational pull with Birmingham fans who are going to go out and support the Birmingham squadron is amazing. You also have to think Birmingham hosted the world games in July. Not only was that huge for the city in an economical way, but so many people were out there supporting the team and so many people were out there supporting the city. So you know that it's going to be great for the city of Birmingham. So Birmingham hosting this game, which I know that it doesn't seem very important on paper, is really great to know because now they get a shot. They get these opportunities and they get to do things where they might not have been able to do that a while ago. It's not going to be something where it's, yeah, you know, it's all for fun. I mean, I think that the Pelicans are still going to take this as a very competitive game, which is amazing. But I also think that they do have a good shot at gathering more fans. And besides, you get to pay 20 bucks to see two playoff teams play. And who doesn't want to see Herb Jones lock down Trey Young again, just like he did that one time in Tuscaloosa in 2018? 
In conclusion, the state of Louisiana has a lot to be excited about in regards to not only their teams, but getting some recognition. Now, I know that with LSU, that is to be determined. But with the New Orleans Saints, many people are picking them to win the NFC South and make it to the playoffs, which is great. You have the New Orleans Pelicans who are coming in and made the playoffs and you're returning your entire starting lineup plus Zion Williamson. So there's so much excitement for the cities of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana. I think this is very important because in the South, you have to think about it. People don't really think about Louisiana just like they don't think about Alabama. In this sense, this will be great. And more people are going to become fans of these teams too. You think about how people become fans of cities and teams, it's because they watch it. Like I said, with the Pelicans coming to Birmingham, more people are going to start to want to be fans of the Pelicans. And it's also based on how much fun these teams are having. If you see how much fun that the New Orleans Saints defense has when they get a turnover, doesn't that make you want to root for them? If you see how much fun Brandon Ingram is having with CJ McCollum on the sidelines, isn't that what you want to see? It's stuff like this that'll encourage growth and development in fans. So them growing and being able to get more experience and exposure is going to really help not only our small markets, but shedding those small market labels. But that is going to do on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for all the love, all the support, and all the engagement. I very much do appreciate it, and I'm super thankful for that. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Jake's Take Podcast, or my personal Instagram, so 14 You can find Variety Sports on Instagram and Twitter, at Variety underscore Sports underscore, once again, this is sponsored by Variety Sports. I will link the pod page as well. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher. Basically, we're all on all platforms. And I'm super excited for all of that. Like I said, with the football season coming up, we do want to focus on that. But there are still very much news coming throughout the South. So each episode is subject to be determined, but we do have some surprises coming. So please get excited. It's going to be great. Drop a like, drop a follow, subscribe. It really helps us out. We're continuing to grow. I'm super thankful for all the love, all the support we've had over the past four months. And I cannot wait to see how the podcast continues to grow. As always, live your best life. Be the best version of you you can be. Create happiness, create adventures, create smiles, make other people happy, make a difference in this world, continue to be a light. And as always, I will see and hear from you all later. Take care. Find